All right, here we go. Let's try to get this thing. I just realized, I think you can see the Palouse out there, down yonder, past the forest. I think you can see the Palouse for the trees. What is it? See the trees for the forest? Forest for the trees. You can see the Palouse <laughs> for the... Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, happy Labor Day. So, Todd Helton. I think you can make a strong case that Todd Helton might be a Hall of Famer. Bad lefty through lefty, August 20th, 1973. 6'2, 220. UT Balls, Tennessee. My dad sent me a photo from the University of Tennessee. He was there not long ago. They have a dog. I think he said they have a bunch of dog statues around campus. One of them had a, uh, what do you call that? Checkerboard pattern sweater. Like they're in zone. Oh, the... Tennessee end zone with the checkerboard. That used to be one of my favorite things in sports. Todd Helton debuted August 2nd of 97. Last game, September 29th, 2013. Played till he was 40. Uh, the Todd Father is listed as a nickname. I think that's also Todd Frazier may claim that nickname during his home run derby um, heroics let's see but did Todd Frazier I can't remember I don't think he won the home run derby uh, he was good but I don't think he's won it uh, let's see it. so Todd Helton five-time all-star three-time gold glover four-time silver slugger one batting title war number 17 for the Colorado Rockies for 17 seasons. His whole career, uh, 61.8 uh, career war. It's pretty good. 7,962 at-bats, 2,519 hits, 369 homers, 316 batting average. It's what caught my eye when I glanced at this. And that's pretty impressive. Some impressive consistency, uh, game totals, 152, 159, 160, 159, 156, 160, 154, 144, 145, 154. That's just a little streak during his career there. Let's see, 216 hits in 2000 led the NL. 59 doubles led the major leagues that season. The 2000 season was his best season, but somehow he was fifth in MVP voting. Let's see who was ahead of him. Jeff Kent, who we just talked about Jeff Kent. Wait, was that yesterday? See, I always get all jumbled up and lose track which player I did which day that was yesterday <laughs> wasn't it Jeff Kent 
What a coincidence. That's funny. Barry Bonds, second. Mike Piazza, third. Jim Edmonds, our other old friend, fourth. Friend of the pod, <laughs> Jim Edmonds. Uh, 147 ribbies in 2000. Led the major leagues. 42 homers that season. And uh, 372 batting average. Led the majors. Uh on base 463 led the NL slugging 698 led the majors and OPS led the majors 1162 just and led the majors total bases 405 and somehow did not how did he not win MVP I'm just looking at that season, that must have been better than Jeff Kent's season. How did, man, Todd Helen was not getting the love of uh, the MVP voters back in turn of the century. Y2K, Todd Helen. Y2K, Todd Helen was the best Todd Helen. <laughs> that's, a, that's his nickname. There you go. Um... Yeah, he was dominant, and he definitely should have been MVP. Not even having to look at Jeff Kent's numbers again for that 2000 season, which he won MVP. I can guarantee Jeff Kent didn't have those numbers because Todd Helen led the majors in, like, everything. So he should have had an MVP. He, in 2005, led the majors in on-base 445. Oh yeah, and 463 on base in 2000 is that's like unprecedented. We never see that high on base. So he had some great seasons. In the he was an all star from 2000 through 04 for five seasons in a row. But that was yeah, that was all his all stars. Just five seasons, banged him out. He hit. Over 50 doubles again in 01. He had 54. He had 592 doubles on the career. 1,406 ribbies. Uh, 1,401 runs. Uh, 1,335 walks. So Todd Helen used to walk a ton. He walked... Over a hundred times, five different seasons, with 127 being the most. He only struck out 1,175 times on the career. Uh, Intentional walks, he had 185 intentional walks on the career. Um, Yeah, he had a lot of one, three... Four seasons over 20 intentional walks. And, um, yeah, I think you can, like, just playing with the Colorado Rockies, just not a big, like, you know, like media market or coverage or kind of like one of the lesser known uh, MOB teams. 
Like maybe if he played 17 seasons with the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Mets or some big market team, then uh, he might be a Hall of Famer. But just playing up there in the Rocky Mountains, just smashing the ball. And people probably would say that he had like an advantage playing in the elevation. But still, though, that doesn't account for your on base. But, um, yeah, like, I want to say he's a Hall of Famer. But, once again, the Hall of, like, very close, I would say. Not quite a Hall of Famer. Just, like, absolutely stellar numbers, especially in the early aughts. But, um, kind of faded in the late aughts as he got into his... 30s, uh, yeah, I mean, Hall of Close, not quite, but just smashing the ball up there in the Mile High City, Todd Helton, just crazy numbers, in the, should have had an MVP, should have won MVP in 2000, there you go, my guy Todd Helton, not quite a Hall of Famer, once again. I, I I raised the standards, if you can't tell. I think I probably said in the beginning, I said some easier people, I let people in. But then I realized I couldn't say everybody's a Hall of Famer. So uh, I raised the bar a little bit. And um, here we go. I'm going to... I'm going to hit it right. I'm on the bluff side right now. Bluff J. Sirhoff. All right. So, yeah. Not everyone's a Hall of Famer, obviously, like I said. But, yeah, I can't even remember who I said in the beginning was in. But, um, all right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, though. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for having a great day. Be nice. Be kind. Smile. Enjoy, enjoy it, you got it, yes.